from the downtown Kelowna studios in Kelowna, British Columbia. It's not smoky. It's Black Phone. Mm. 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 We're back. We're back. <laughs> We're back. People, good to see you. I'm Roll I Am. This is Joe Two, and we have a big empty space because our friend Steve, Stuntman Steve. Oh. Is not doing well. He's oh, uh, under the weather at home. I hope he's all right. I hope he's okay. I think he's fine. I think he might have. Uh, Steve's been kind of burning at uh, both ends of the candle the last few weeks. So I think he's just a little run down, but um, he's home resting in bed. So hopefully he's listening or watching. And uh, we love you, Steve. We miss you. We, uh, you know. We'll pour something out for you. We left the seat open in honor of you. Mm-hmm. We didn't want to put anything mm-hmm. to, to to mimic you or anything. So Hold just up. Do we still have to do a disclaimer? Yeah. The following views. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to leave it for me. The following views and, op- <laughs> and opinions uh, that is expressed by Joseph and I, or that of Joseph and I, and, and not Steve tonight, mm-hmm. or our sponsors, Collab. Unicorn or any of our employers. These are strictly our viewpoints, and that's why we do it to that's be able it. to share. So, how are you, my friend? I, you know, things are good. It's the best part of the year because the fire rating goes from extreme to high. It's lovely. Right. So here we are in September, not smoking. Not smoking. We right. are in an election cycle in this country. What a polarizing and delightful time to be in K Town. Well. One of the many polarizing <laughs> things. No, you know what is funny? We had a uh, we had a strange summer because for a lot of people they would say, "Oh, this wasn't this wasn't the summer I wanted." But right. now we're getting in this sweet spot where it's still twenty five degrees, mm-hmm. delicious weather. But on the streets, the streets are on fire. Yeah, the streets are alive, and for some, that's great. Activism is what it does. It like stokes the city. The city comes alive. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm for it because. Why work in news? Are you feeling like this is like the 60s, kind of 70s vibe going on with all the activism, all the dissension? I, yes. Yeah, yeah. I never, and honestly, part of me is like, yeah, yeah, I get to live some history. So <laughs> I, I'm drawn. Exactly. Yeah. I get to live this experience that you only get to hear about or read about. Right, right. So I, that's how I approach it every day. Is, okay, we're a part of history. So what kind of history are we living? Yeah. What are, what are we doing? So the topic is... Canada, our home and native land. Canada. So I think the best place to begin is wh- what is our national identity? Identity as a word. I don't know. What are we? What have we, what are, traditionally, what do people know Canadians as? We're a nation of poutine eating, <laughs> hockey loving. Check, check. Still love those things. I mean, we. We are, uh, you know. As someone, well, like you, you know, we've migrated to this country. Yeah. And, you know, you know, when I came here, Canada was this peaceful, peacekeeping, polite yeah. nation, people. The we're people. tolerant. We're tolerant and uh, we're accepting and, and we're, you know, we, you know, it's a good place to raise a family and all these things. So I don't know how much that has changed. Um, I have a lot of friends that, uh, well, it's a lot. I have no, a number of people that have left. Canada. How many provinces have you lived in? Just two. Okay. I've lived in two, but, but you I've, got friends in all over. Yeah, I've got friends coast yeah, to yeah. coast to coast. So I've been fortunate <clears throat> that I've my personality and the things I've done. I've met a lot of people. Uh, when I moved to BC, we drove out here. So yeah, yeah. Um, I've 
I haven't gone all the way east, east, but you know, I spent time in Fredericton and Halifax. And you know, I, when I first moved here in in '77, I was 16, I think. Yeah, '77. I didn't know anything about Canada other than what I read in an encyclopedia. Yeah. And I only stayed the first time, uh, I think, a year and a half, and went back to the states and then came back. But what it, it, in that short space of time, I don't know what it was, but it, Canada got in my blood, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> it's the same thing now. Now that I'm getting ready to go back to Toronto, is that same feeling I have? BC is beautiful. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Supernatural British Columbia. Yeah, the landscape. Beautiful British Columbia. But it's the people that I love, that I'll miss. And it's the same thing when I first came to Canada and then I left. And I didn't stay a very long time, but in that short space of time, it it got into my blood. But it was the people. Because when I first moved to Canada in Toronto, uh, the high school I went to, I met some amazing people. I never... I can honestly say, Joe, I never, f- never felt not accepted yeah. in this country. That's never. Cool. Never felt that way. Doesn't mean I haven't experienced uh, shit in this country. Don't <laughs> get me wrong. But I've never not felt accepted. Right. So, you know, and, and, and that's not saying that other people's experiences are not valid. But just for myself, I've always felt accepted. Um, I've always had people wanting to open doors for me and to help me and do things. And... Same thing here in Kelowna. I moved here 17 years ago, and I didn't know a soul. You know, uh, My son's mother and I moved out here. She wanted to move back to BC, didn't want to raise our son in the big, bad city of Toronto. And you know, we rolled the dice and came to Kelowna, and they dropped me off. And, and here you go full circle. Now I'm going full circle. I'm going back to the big smoke where it all started. <laughs> and... You know, here like, I am aren't, in my... Aren't you a little bit afraid of going back to the big city where right now... I mean, when you're on the street here mm-hmm. and you see the division and you see how how excitable people are to mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. into something yeah. that's going to cause a problem. And it, it could just be a conversation about COVID or mm-hmm. politics. Now, on the street, you, I've watched you. You'll talk to anyone about damn near anything. <laughs> Is politics taboo? As a topic, I think it depends. Hey, sir, who are you going to vote for? I think it's a, I think it depends on who you talk to. But overall, yeah, I think most people don't want to talk politics. I, I find in today's world, we don't want to talk about a lot of things. It's it's supposed so, to be taboo. Yeah, you're not supposed to walk up. Yeah. like in my job, I walk up to a stranger holding a microphone mm-hmm. and I will ask them their opinion about something, yeah. and I always try to joke. Yeah. Because I can see the look on their like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why? Yeah. What's what's with the CBC mic flash? And I'm like, hey, this is a hard-hitting news question. Is Friday the 13th scary for you? <laughs> and they'll in- immediately the face, oh, thank goodness. I thought you were going to ask me something serious like yeah. politics. I think politics today has definitely become taboo, or at least talking about it. Um, I remember Why? Because we've become so polarized. Yeah. We... I don't know if we ever had the ability, but it seems like we've lost the ability to look at something that we're opposing and go, okay, I could see some validity in that. There's some good ideas in that. Um, I remember when I first came to Canada, I think one of the first political mem- memories I have is of of our current prime minister's father and, and Joe Clark and, and Rennie Levesque. And they used to go at it pretty hard, but they always seemed to be a level of respect mm. between them. 
You're talking about during their debates. Yeah. Or in the lead or, up to an election. Or or their interactions in the House of Parliament. I mean, the, you know, the, the buffoonery that goes on <laughs> in the House of Parliament is not new. And we're pretty good. You could look at, I, I remember one time watching uh, uh, the, the Turkish uh, uh, government in, in, in session. And, oh, my God, chairs were flying. And there's some places that get crazy. We can still be civil, but yet it, it can get hard-hitting. Today, when I watch any sessions in Parliament, um, I sit there and I shake my head. And I'm going, these are the people that are representing us. Elected officials. Yeah. And the level of disrespect, you know. Look, I am no Trump supporter, but you should at least still have respect for the office of the President of the United States. I am not a fan of Justin Trudeau right now, so where but I have go? respect for the office of the Prime Minister of Canada, and, and we've kind of even lost that to some degree. So. so people are allowed to say what they want, derogatory comments towards these people, I believe, because I think you've said it. They're celebrities. They've gone past the point of elected officials, yeah. and you get to talk about them like they're Kim Kardashian yeah. at a podium. And I think that's what most politicians have morphed into now. It's, it's, it's about <clears throat> how many selfies can I take? How many <laughs> likes do I have? Who, who's, who's, who's following me? Um, you know, we're using social media now for, for everything, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I think you're always going to use the tools of the day, but it's how it's being used. And I, I don't want to put it all on, on the politicians. No, I no, put no. it on the people because how many people vet their, the candidates that's running in their local, they, in their communities, okay, in their districts? What does it mean to vet? Like you're asking someone to do a certain amount of research mm -hmm. before they go to the polls. Mm -hmm. What's the baseline? How do you make a voting decision? How everyone makes a voting decision mm -hmm. is going to be different. You're going to have the person who's going to look at their phone mm -hmm. 30 seconds before they make a decision, yeah. and I like orange, so there's my vote. Okay. Sure. Is their votes going to count the same as you who did years yeah. of research? You yes. went to the library. Yes. You pulled out an encyclopedia. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know See? about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I... But yes, it does count the same. You know why? We live in a democracy. Yeah. You don't have to vet. I invite people to understand... What the liberal platform's about? What the conservative platform? What's the NDP? Okay, so we're focusing on a federal election. Yeah. We're not going to talk but, municipal. But no, no. But it's the same for me, whether it's provincial or or the, the municipal <laughs> municipal yeah, level. Yeah, no kidding. And <laughs> and at the municipal level, that's the one you should really plug into because that's the closest we are to democracy, and that's the one we actually don't pay any attention to. We had we just had a big school board election, well, not just a few months ago. Mm. I don't know how many people actually knew there was a school board election. That was that's the kind of question I like to ask on the street. Yeah. I don't care who anybody yeah. votes for. I yeah. wanna know like last week, Canada had a leaders debate. Yes. Okay? So I hit the street. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you, you catch a debate? Do you do you realize the level like I'm sure you would be able to guess, but how many people said, Well, that was yesterday? Or how many people said, oh, yeah, 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 cut the highlights. I, they all spoke on and they're pulling out their phones. And this so is a high <laughs> number. I say two out of ten people actually knew there was a debate. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. And it, this is not a, a, to make it sound like, oh, Kelowna's filled with only tourists and people on holiday. No, no, no. No, no, it's no, not, no. It's not just Kelowna. It's just, yeah. it's, I think. It's across you, the, yeah. yeah. Walking in a downtown yeah. center and you're just asking random people a question and they're caught off guard. Yeah. The answer, they're going to tell you the truth. And they didn't care. They I don't, don't expect people to be plugged into the political 
Landscape. Candy 365. Yeah. Some people are. Some people definitely, you know. But when we're in but I think a when short you, election I, cycle? I think even when you're in any election cycle, it is your duty as a, as a citizen. And this, this is one of the problems I have. Citizenship is active. It requires heavy lifting. It means rolling up your sleeve and doing work. And this is one of the times as a citizen you should be doing work. Because my understanding, one of the key foundations to democracy is the vote. <laughs> and if you don't have the vote, particularly if you're a government for the people, by the people, we're not a republic, but we're still a democratic state, then it's upon you to exercise your citizenship by doing some heavy lifting, particularly during an election, and find out the people that are running that's going to be courting your vote. Man, you sound like Bob Marley. Get up, stand up. Get up, stand, stand up. up for your right. Stand, stand up, up for, for your rights. Right. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So I have, I have a slogan that I like to use. If you don't vote, you don't get to complain. So I'm walking the streets. I'm talking to people. And this guy said something that made me stop in my tracks. He goes, I don't vote. I complain, though. I'm like, well, why do you get to complain? You didn't vote. And he goes, let me tell you, let me break it down for you, young one. Ooh. Oh, yeah. He, he had some decades on He was on an old bull. Somehow, somehow you knew through the story. <laughs> so he breaks it down. This is why. I stopped voting 30-something years ago. The reason why? I don't believe in any of these guys. They all say the same thing. Every party is the same in Canada. So I stopped voting. This is the system I would put in place. I would give each party their own turn. <laughs> Every couple years, like musical chairs or something, okay, you know how many go. people just fell out of the chair? How I stupid know, is that? That's what I, yeah. I initially, before it hit me, yeah. before I really let it sink in, mm -hmm. I'm like, how is this going to work? No, what about this? What about this? And I thought, it's not necessarily a bad idea. Kind of, right. So you get everybody gets a turn, mm -hmm. and then after ten years goes by, once you know everyone's had a little swing, you go, okay, who did the best? Who did right by the country? Mm -hmm. And then you elect after everyone's or had a go. If the country's doing well with this system, keep it going. So every you rotate every what whatever our system, eighteen sixty seven. Yep, we've been doing this. So I'm with him. I didn't vote in the last. So why do you get to complain? Because I'm still a citizen. And I don't vote because what he just said. I, too, believe. Everyone thought when Justin won the first time, it was a new mandate and all this. He just got the same mandate that Stephen Harper had. The same majority. It's the same people that, you know, we were talking earlier. Ontario and Quebec decides this. And it's not necessarily all oh, of Ontario man. and Quebec. It's the, the greater Toronto area. <laughs> And Bay Street and all that. They decide shit. Do you know how terrible it is to be in BC where so, you can look at your phone? And, and that's the problem. If <laughs> like, the perception is that half the country believe it, what's the point of me voting? Because by the time it leaves the Ontario border, it's decided. Then you've already got half the country that's thinking about, why do I need to be part of this union called Canada? 66%. Yeah. 66% was the voter turnout last time. Yeah. The highest it's ever been in Canada. There's three years. 1958, 1960, and 1963 
we were at 79% mm. voter turnout. And we should look at maybe what was going on in those years for the numbers to be so high because I wonder if the social atmosphere, what was those years again? It's 58, 60, and 63. We were up over 79% mm. in a federal and election. That, well, we were still in the, in the, definitely in the Cold War, 58, 60. We had the Cuba Missile Crisis coming so about. Is that what it takes? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just no, off no, the top no, no, of my head. This is what we're doing. We're blue skying. This well, is I, I think the voter turnout is higher right now because a lot more young people have gotten involved. I think. I don't know. You know you'd have to go into the numbers and, and, and break it down. That's the beauty. You know, that's the thing about data. You know, it's great to have it, but you also need to do a little bit more digging well, into it. you'll be able it. to apply the data. Yeah, and to know how to apply. So I don't know, but I do believe that it is time for us to really look at our electoral system. Hmm. We've hmm. been talking about this for years. Our current prime minister in his first campaign, said that was a major priority for him. He got into office, put about a few half-assed measures in a survey. He to get gave some. us marijuana. What more do you want? <laughs> he gave us the weed, baby. And maybe he gave us the weed so we don't give a shit about the electoral system. I don't know. All I know is this. It was supposed to be an important thing for him, and it turned out not to be. And it seems like... Any politician that says that to me now is just a talking point looking to get elected. Because mm. once they get into power, they realize, if I change this, I'm losing power. So, why would you, why would you, this is why we, we're not really understanding things. This is why I put the post that I do. It's not to condemn one side. It's for you to understand the perception. I put a post up a few weeks ago about with Thomas Sewell's conflicted vision when he talks about the unconstrained versus mm. a constrained vision. Just trying to get people to understand, do you understand the perceptions that you hold and how it shapes the decisions that you make? And how the politicians may use. And how, Yeah, because a lot of this, they've, they've done some deep psychological understanding of the herd that they use against you. And also, I believe politicians, not all, but a lot of them have just, they see it as almost as, as a celebrity status. I mean, maybe not so much here in Canada. But at least the top office right now, that's what it seems like. Can I challenge you on something? Challenge away. Okay. So did you, whoa, did you vote? Because you can't challenge me if you voted. <laughs> I did vote, and I will be voting again. <laughs> there I am listening to Drake. Okay? That, yeah. <laughs> I'm listening to Drake. I'm, I'm driving along. Now. You know, I still don't know any of his music. No, that's, that's the best decision you've ever made. <laughs> I'm sorry to have to admit this. And I'm driving along. And this is the problem with my brain is that... I can't even listen to hip hop without my critical brain going, rip, 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 problems, problems. What, what, what. Drake has a lyric in the song. He says, You tell them I run the country. They'll say, Trudeau. And I, I almost damn near stopped the car. I was like, whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute. This album. Stop, stop, stop. Yep. You Backtrack. tell them I run the country. They'll say, Trudeau. Kind of like saying, True that. Wow. Yeah. So here we are. This man's album just dropped. During an election cycle. We're becoming like the American pol political system. There's three Jamaican guys I play soccer with. We had this conversation yesterday. And these guys are like, oh, it's happening here now? I'm yeah. like, well, what do you mean here now? He's like, oh, in Jamaica, when a politician runs, they have a dance hall artist who will create a song. The politician will be in the music video. They'll be shouting them out. They'll be shouting out the lyrics. 
every party will have a different artist mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. whoever you like that's probably who you're voting for and i'm like oh my lord right uh, but is it just, uh, maybe it's just the way my mind works that no, I'm, I'm creating all of these avenues and creating this path but but you know someone that's like the the, the gentleman you were telling the story you know i'm an old bull now <laughs> And maybe we're, we're we're old bull. We become more conservative as we get older. I don't know, but to me, there's a there's a a severe lack of seriousness mm. that's involved in politics, both in those that run and those in, and in the village. This is not something to take lightly, but it's like anything else. When you monetize it, and there's power involved, Are so Drake is now. Aligning himself with the liberals and, and, and Trudeau. It's hard. To so, s- it's hard to hear a lyric yeah. like that. Think that we are in a short election cycle. I know. And these things are not at all connected. And this is why I put it back on the village. Because Drake has every right to do that. Of course. The prime minister has every right to do that. If, if he did that with Drake. I, I, don't, don't, no, we don't know. I'm no, just we saying. Don't what know. I, what just, I'm saying is that. I, I, I don't like it, but I accept it because I live in a democratic society. Mm. But then I'll push back and go. That's one way to do it. But the people, because we always talk about the people in the village. I'll put it back on the village. Are you serious about your democracy? Are you serious about your citizenship? Did we make this guy a celebrity? Is that what you mean? Who, Trudeau? Yeah. I mean, do you well, remember? It, it, do you it, remember that rollout when he first was running, mm-hmm. where he was running on the sea? Wall? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's and all of a sudden, oh, there's oh, he, he ends up in a prom picture. Oh, he's photobombing these people. That was the campaign. Yeah, that was the campaign. It worked like a dream. A campaign of selfies. That's the thing. It it really did. It yeah. captured the imagination of young people. Trudeau, Obama, same thing. Oh, go back and look. That to me. I on. know, I know, but go Come and look. Come on. I know, I Nobody know. Nobody was shouted out in hip hop more than Barack Obama. Yeah, but. Ever. Was it substance or style? Oh, oh you're breaking my heart. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you're killing me. I'm sorry. This is serious matters. Yeah. This is why, you know, I, you know, my focus right now is around leadership development. There's a serious lack of leadership on this planet. Serious leadership. So we have we have top. we have serious problems on this planet, and we need people that truly want to serve and not worry about being elected. Have you ever believed in an elected official's? Yes, music? I believed in this idiot prime <laughs> minister. <laughs> I didn't when? vote for him when his first the first time he got elected, first time. I'm, like I said, I'm no political junkie, but I love watching the elections. I watch it wherever. And I always stay up to watch the acceptance speech. I want to see what they're going to say. Because it's like clockwork. Oh, candidates voted for change. No, they didn't. <laughs> um, but I didn't vote for this guy. But I figured, let's hear what he has to say. Because I was following the elections. I was actually surprised he won. Because yeah. I remember June of that year, he was like in third place. And then oh, all yeah, of a sudden, yeah. boom. No, he's kind of like Obama. Anyway, that's oh. a we'll do the conspiracy God, shows another time. On, um, so anyway, I listened. He was the first prime minister elect that inspired me on election night. Mm. He's a brilliant speaker, just like our friend Obama. 
So I'm like, let's give this man a chance. Because my attitude is someone someday good is hair, going though. to get elected. <laughs> good hair. What Does a have good hair? He's a good looking man. You know, I don't know if I'm doing, but you know. <laughs> um, but my attitude is someone someday is going to get elected mm. and do what they actually say they're going to do. I was hoping it was him. Hmm. Boy, was I wrong. So, I don't think, I don't know the man. I can only go on what I see. And then I have to filter that through my perceptions. So, I try to do as much inf- uh, not some research to find out. I don't know if he went in with the intent to save the world and to change things, and then he ran into the machinery of the government and, and the bureaucracy. I don't know. I know that happens to a lot of politicians, and I know some... At every level. At every level. And I know some go in because of the celebrity status, and some go in really wanting to make change, and then they run in. So I don't know what, what was with him, but I can only look at what's come out and what he spoke to what he's delivered are like night and day. We need people that when they say accountability and transparency, they're going to deliver on it. Not want to box the people asking questions because you don't like the scrutiny. Had to use boxing, huh? Yes, of course I'm going to use boxing. Slick. So Slick. As a politician, as a prime minister, you, if you can't expect scrutiny of any kind, then you should not be in office. So I'm disappointed in the delivery, and I see a consistent pattern around the globe of leadership. Talk one way, walk a different way. The best form of leadership to me is to say little and walk it. Then you must love Anime Paul. You must love the Green Party leader who will not leave the GTA. He was the only one that impressed me oh, on that stage during the debates. Here's what impressed me. The only me other heard. person that impressed me is not on the stage. But people think of him as a racist is the leader for the PPC because I, w- I would love to sit okay, down. We got to come to them. Give me yeah. so with Anime Paul. Yes. If you don't know this, the Green Party leader has not left her writing because she doesn't believe we should be in an election anyway. She right. doesn't believe we should be in the. <laughs> she has gone on record as saying it. Don't have to whisper. She's gone on the record. I don't know why she we're in an election. She will not fly around wasting why money. Why are we in an election during a pandemic? You're asking me? It's a statement question. Okay. <laughs> the, the answer is obviously our prime minister felt like they could get a win here. They could get a W. It's an opportunism moment. I think he was trying to get a mandate. And yeah, yeah, of course. Look, Not a mandate, look at what a look at what the country yeah. is dealing with. I know, with. I know. September twenty twenty one. What are most people going to remember this for? Yeah. Vaccine mandates. So if you try to sneak in an election, what's wrong with trying to do that? I know. Opportunistic. I'm like I said. I'm fortunate to know a lot of people. I know people that are liberals, conservatives, NDPers, Greens, whatever. Mm-hmm. But there seems to be a consistent theme with some people that this is not Canada anymore. How so? It's changed. They're not. They're not. It's not the it identity that they want. It's not so much the identity because I don't know what Canadian identity ever meant. But what Canada stood for, maybe I don't know. All I know is my buddy goes. And my buddy back in Ontario is a conservative white guy. He's a friggin' redneck, and we're like best friends. Those exist? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm probably a black redneck. <laughs> black Republican, huh? All right. Um, 
No, I'm not, I don't do those labels because I don't know what those labels mean anymore. <laughs> but it's funny, my buddy and I can sit down and have great conversations about life and yeah. we, we can disagree, but we do it respectfully. But this is a proud man, of, proud of Canada, loves this country. And now he's questioning it. What he's questioning is the lack of tolerance that he sees. What he's questioning is where's the common sense? What he's questioning is, it seems like leadership has forgotten what leadership means. And this has been over years now, not just recent. <clears throat> and I agree with him. I love this country. It's not perfect. And I love all of her, all of her history. And I know the history. But I'll tell you this, for someone that started out in third world, that still has memories of not having running water and having to use an outhouse, that has gone through migration a number of times, I still rather live here. Yeah. I still rather live here. I'm still proud to say I'm Canadian. I made a choice. So in do one you of my poems, in with one, him then? No, I don't disagree. I want to understand more. So going back to a question you asked earlier, I'm actually looking forward to going back to Toronto. Yeah. I want to see what's going on. You really going to multiply the madness in your I life. really, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm prepared for it. <laughs> and if not, you'll hear, Raw lived a really good life. <laughs> but <laughs> He, he died doing what he loved. I'm, I'm looking forward because I really want to see, because living here in BC, we're kind of protected by the continental oh, yeah. divide. Oh, yeah. The media stuff doesn't always seem to fly over unless you look for it. So I'm looking forward to, 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 you know me, I love hanging out in coffee shops. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna go down to Bay Street. I'll, I'll go back down to Young. I'll spend time at Young in Eglinton and all these places. And See, I'll, he's downplaying this. What he means is, <coughs> he goes to coffee shops. He will post up and he will pick the brain of every person in yeah. there. And you, you will get into a verbal dispute, possibly conversation, debate with whoever. I want to talk. I want to understand why people are feeling and thinking the way they do. And right now, emotions are on the high and I'm not hearing a lot of substance. I'm not hearing anything other than emotion. And From who? From a lot of people. Okay. Um, but also from those that are in power. Mm. I don't know if this is a, a strategy across the nation. I, I, you know, I, I've been trying to drop, drop into a few different candidates all over the, just to see what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I hear people talking about... Um, well, let me, let me ask you about the indigenous. Mm. Because like you said, every election cycle, there seems to be a hot button issue. A neon issue right. that everybody's got to have something to say about. You know what? I speak strongly for this. Yep. And we have a day coming up, uh, a stat holiday at the end <laughs> of September. So every party has prepared a mm. perfect policy platform, party line they're going to hit, and they're going to say it's so smooth. And you're going to know that we're serious. We mean it this time. Yep. If you vote us in, boy, we're going we're gonna to repair our relationship with the indigenous what a, a, does a that day. mean? The national day is in place. The national day is already there. It's it doesn't matter who wins. It's mental masturbation for me. Say, what? It's mental masturbation. We've I don't have this. any Kleenex or a sock. <laughs> I, I don't know where you I don't care what they say. Look, I've, we've heard this shit before. When, to me, we'll get serious about the so-called indigenous issues, which we need to stop saying, when we are all Canadians and indigenous leaders ready to look at the Indian Act. Mm. 
to me, how can you have real truth and reconciliation with the Indian Act still hovering over everything? That's just my opinion. This is why we, when we had Joey on, I you know asked him the first show, and I think we touched a bit on the second show. And he, you know, he was one that said, you know, there's a number of Native people that don't want it to go away because oh, yeah. it serves their purpose. Oh, yeah. No different than the politicians that we see today. So when I hear politicians asking, why is your opponent, why won't your opponent answer the vaccine question, whether they're vaccinated or not? I'm going, <laughs> what the fuck does that have to do? It matters what, to people. But this is where we're at now. So what it is... It's all about emotion. It's emotions, emotions, emotions. I don't hear a lot of facts. I'm not hearing a lot of people wanting to talk about the issues of the day other than this pandemic and there's serious economic things that we have to face. Housing because comes up a lot. Housing. Housing jobs, comes up a lot. Affordability pricing, comes up a lot. Inflation. Inflation. We're comes heading up a lot. to hyperinflation and we're fucking worried about whether someone's vaccinated, I don't care. They talk housing all the time, especially mm -hmm. in BC. Yeah. So when you ask me about the National Indigenous Day, yeah, mental masturbation. Could we keep talking about these shit? Are we actually putting policies into place that make a difference? Okay, let me ask you. The Green Party has a platform where they say affordability for all mm -hmm. is a possible thing. I say... How is that a feasible yeah. thing that you can do if you're elected into office? If you're a builder and it's not economically viable for you to build low-income uh, low housing, low why would you do it? So how can they get away with putting that in, the in their platform then? Well, they, because they've been putting stuff in their platform, do they actually deliver on it? Every four years, you hear the same promises. Go back and look at the last election cycle. Go back to the last election cycle. Oh, I do. So That's how I come up with my questions. And then when the prime minister says, oh, I could do something because of the rising real estate, that's not your job, and you don't really have a whole lot of power and say over that. But it sounds good in an election. Do you know what bugs me the most? Is when they talk about how they're going to help with the wildfire situation. Yeah. How are we going to fix this? And I'm like, you're going to fix this? Mm -hmm. Why, why didn't you start 10 years ago? Why haven't you done it already? It's every... Because they, they weren't summer. old enough to be part of that election cycle. <laughs> yeah, well. Look, this is why I put it back on the village. Because the village has become ignorant. <laughs> by, by choice or because they've been beat down with so much? Maybe, so a, maybe a bit of both. But I don't think we are as, in, we are as informed as we used to be. On key issues. And the issues, the systems that govern our lives, politics, finance, religion, we don't want to talk about those things. Yeah, it's taboo, Raw. Ain't you heard? Right? So why would a politician really give a shit if the village don't care? We checked out a long time ago and said, you take care of it. So they've done been taking care of it. Now, to be fair, I think there's too much damn corruption in our system, but we still get shit done. So what is a politician today? What, if you can change the word and not make it politician, what would you call them? Them. What would you call him or her? <laughs> a, cost, a, a, a cross between a celebrity, a, cost, a, 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 a cross section of a re reality TV host, and then... Then maybe some politician. I don't know what these animals are anymore. 
Okay. I really don't. I think, I think, and again, just from my perception, most people are worried about staying in power and getting elected. Mm-hmm. So they spend probably three quarters of their time doing that, and maybe a quarter of their time they get stuff done. There is a party in Canada. Yes, sir. Who, I would not say their platform is for everybody. They are deep, they are antagonists. They go out of their way to provoke and elicit responses. Talking about the People's Party in Canada. Right. So we have people in the Kelowna riding, or the several of the interior BC ridings, that they are running for the People's Party of Canada. And what I find is they don't get a lot of media shine. But when they do, they make it crystal clear. I'm not here to bullshit. I'm not going to say this. I'm not going to say that. And I always think, now, what, what about the demographic that wants the bullshit? They kind of want you to sugarcoat it. Those people, do you not think their votes count too? They want to hear you say something slick. But they want what I was saying before. They want to bring back a sense of seriousness to this. This is important. We're asking people to be representative of us to make decisions that affect our lives. That's something you should take seriously. So how do you get to keep it real? To be a real person slash a politician. I think... You just have to keep persevering and pushing. I think right now a lot of people are waking up and, and seeing that there's something fundamentally not right in our country, mm-hmm. in, our, in our sense of governance. When you talk about the PPC party and their platform is challenging, I'm like, what's challenging? Here's their platform, pipelines, allowing our oil and gas industry to grow. If you want to learn more, you pull yeah, yeah. up more. The indigenous issue, a new relationship based on mutual respect. International uh, in, internal trade, getting rid of interprovincial—can't believe we still have that. Getting rid of interprovincial trade barriers, but yet we live in Canada. Um, housing, <laughs> cooling down an overheated market. That one, yeah. anyway. <laughs> you you Fi- touch it. Firearms. Uh, mm. Yes, yes. That this old- is the one that really makes them people fear them. So what? So just what the, do you think people fear? Respect, because the rhetoric is, oh, what you're just going to let anyone now have a firearm or have these dangerous weapons, and that's not what their platform says. Gun but, control yeah. is such a touchy issue in mm-hmm. Canada because we compare it yeah. to our boys down, our friends down south. And here's my our attitude boys and on girls this. Down south. Here's my attitude. So guns don't kill people. Bullets do, right? People kill people. <laughs> That's my attitude. Yes, but you're one person. So, you're 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 making like this, this is not the raw show. So. No, I'm not getting it. Hold and on, like, let me finish this. So right. firearms, respecting legal firearm owners and targeting mm-hmm. criminals. Yep. Equalization, fairness for all provinces. COVID policy, fairness, a rational approach fairness. that respects our rights and freedoms. Healthcare. Giving provinces the incentives to deal with waiting times and raising costs. Public finance, balance the budget in a first blah, blah, blah. This is the people's party. This is the people's party. What's so threatening about this platform? You know what's threatening about it? It's not slick. There's no, there's no, there's no like, oh yeah, there's buzzwords. That's why I put, so when you ask me what, 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 an Alito today, and I said part, part reality TV host. Yeah. This is why. But don't you think some people want the slick, smooth federal leader? That's who they vote for. Yeah. And that's okay. My thing is, 
Be careful what you wish for. Because mm. when you get it, you won't like it. We got slick in Ottawa. Didn't we? And we had Mr. Economy in Ottawa not too long ago. No, not a, exactly. And, and people eventually grew tired of his message. And we had Chrétien. Yeah. Because Is any, this what Canada does? Anytime someone stays in office for too long, mm-hmm. people are going to just, it's time for a change. How does that go? You either die a hero or you yeah. become a villain? So, you know, they, people right. forget about Chrétien. He was in office for nine years as well. Uh, my mom Same hasn't as, forgotten. She no. still jokes about him. Yes. <laughs> No, Shit, it, this, this is a common pattern. I don't care if you're liberal or not. All I know is this. I've been in Canada 44 years. It's been liberal or conservative at the helm. And in my... Get tired and flip. Uh, yeah. And in my humble opinion, I've watched this nation slide. I do not think we are the great nation we once were. I do not think we, we don't. Have, we don't have a lot of time. Yep. So this I'll, is why we have to do multiple shows done. And you know, the next time we talk, we'll we'll have known who won this whole thing. Yes. Next week, six days left to decide. Make A week sure. from today. So if you're if you're so inclined to vote, mm-hmm. what would you what would you do in the run up? Now you got six days to make your choice. Well, I would invite people to then understand the the, the people running to become members of parliament in your writing. In your writing, start at home. Start at home. You know, I, I still have issues with that uh, system that way because I don't necessarily like the, the 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 local person, but I might like the national party, or this is I might like the local person and not the national. Do you know party. of a system that would provide a better way? So if you do love, <clears throat> if if Jugmeet is your guy and you love Jugmeet, oh man, mm-hmm. I love him. But my local NDP, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm I, not saying yeah, this yeah. is me. I'm I, just I, saying I don't if know. You but feel that way? I think I think we need to have a. a you know, local, provincial, and federal conversations around a new system. But what your friend suggested, I've heard that uh, in the States as well. But he goes, why don't we just let everyone have a kick at the can every eight years? So you got an eight-year run. That sounds really fair. So and from what yeah. I remember, fairness, is fairness a real thing? I think there's a difference between when people say it's not fair and fairness. Mm-hmm. Life is not fair. We put labels on life, but fairness is, is a practice that we can choose, right? I'm not looking for fair in the world because it doesn't exist, but fairness is something that we can decide. And I think that's all people really want. Yeah. So I would invite people to vet your local representatives, and then if there's a provincial platform, but since this is a, a federal election, and then really understand the major players, and right now, unfortunately, you know, the players are the liberals, the conservatives, the uh, the NDP. green, the NDP, and to some degree, the block. And the People's Party's in there. I see people in Cologne. Then he should have been on the platform. It. They're working it for so the People's Party. I know, I get it, but look, this is what we have now. So I invite people to vet. Look, I don't know if our vote means anything anymore. To be honest with you, because. I just think there's just too much corruption in the system. I think our politicians have become more figureheads for the power brokers, and the power brokers is big business. They're the ones dictating things. I so hate that I left this for last, that's okay. but the biggest crisis that's happening probably coast to coast, opioid crisis. Yeah. People are people are losing people their are lives. People are dying left, right, and center. And suicide's on the Suicide, yeah. of course. And they do. They, they use mental health as a buzzword, yeah. but it's the same damn thing. 
and that's ev- what we and, said. And because everything is COVID now, mm-hmm. it's like the opioid crisis just went away. Well, it's a, it's a part of the healthcare. Saying, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, there's but, the bullet points, yeah. but COVID gets the headline. But you see, that's, life is in bullet points, and mm. that's what we've made life, bullet points. Mm. I think people want, well, I can't speak for people, so I'll speak for myself. I want more substance from those that say they want to lead us. I am going to hold you to task. Why? I am a citizen of a country that's democratic. It is my responsibility to practice my citizenship by asking questions and challenging. That is what a democracy is about, and we forgot that. We can't question. You question now you're not patriotic or you're this and that. This is nonsense. We allowed this shit to happen. You're talking about cancel culture. I'm talking about all of it. Cancel, yeah. What the hell is that? Cancel because you don't like my viewpoint? Then you don't want democracy. No. We want a one-sided, one-flavored democracy. This is what, have you heard anything about inclusion and diversity anymore? Because it's all bullshit. Diversity is, let's all look different, but we all have to think the same Truth way. Truth and reconciliation have replaced inclusion and diversity. Yeah, well, it, and, and inclusion <laughs> means if you're not swimming in the same direction, then we cut you out. Mm. I invite people to open their eyes and see what's really going on. So I don't really give a shit about our political system or anything if the people don't care. We need to re-engage into our citizenship. My native land is Mother Earth, Canada, my chosen home. If we're going to quote the national anthem, don't leave out with glowing hearts. That's my favorite part of it. <laughs> that was a line from my poem, not the... the, the ah, I right? see what you did there. Okay. Our native land is Mother Earth. Mm. This is the only damn planet that we have is Earth, and we all need it. But we're all acting like there's another one coming along. So let's ring the bus bell, re- bus bell, and the conductor let us off. <laughs> I'll get off here, sir. Yeah, yeah thank you. And Canada, <laughs> stop. Canada is my chosen home. I chose to live here. I chose to become a Canadian citizen. It should mean something. Why does it feel that someone that wasn't born here has a greater love for this country than those that were born here? See, it's a different type of love because Maybe. I, I will get people Maybe. who consider themselves old stock Canada, right? Telling me that they're more Canadian than me, and yeah. I don't, I don't argue against it. You know what I find interesting? Because I understand their mindset and where they exactly. come from. Exactly, yeah. I'm yeah. able to understand. Yeah. I, I, I can totally cope with someone telling me that they're more Canadian that's, than me. To me, that's part of democracy. I don't have to like everything you friggin' that's say. Actually, to me, the, the beautiful thing about this country, by passport only, I am Canadian, and I love it. Yep, I love it. I. Yep. I Honestly, I'm not even upset that the streets are alive with division because it tells me democracy is alive I know. and well and I is know. burning. <clears throat> you it's have to be willing to people. accept dissension to be part of it. And if you can't, then you're not going to end up with democracy. And this is why, if we're not smart, 1984 mm, will play out. down this road at the end. 1984 will play itself out. And we'll be scratching our heads going, what the fuck happened? It hasn't, it's happened before and it can happen again. And people act like it will never happen again. 
this is a bigger conversation. Oh, well, well, when I go to Toronto, we'll be having lots of big conversations. Oh, I know. Because I'll have new data to pull from. I got questions I want to see what's going on with the black republic, uh, black conservatives. I want to see what's going on with Black Lives Matter. I want to see what's going on with, 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 with the white boys, with, the, with, with everyone. <laughs> I want to see. I want to hear it. I want to know what's going on you in the big bring smoke. bring 1984 at the end like this? Come on, Leave man. the people wanting more, This is more, when you man. do the sermon and we Leave get out of here. the people wanting more, man. Okay. Give him the sermon. Give anyway. him. Give it to him. All I know is we have an election coming up a week from today, I believe. Mm-hmm. And once again, it's, it lies in the people's hands, supposedly. I don't know. I, I, I'm not here to tell you what to do. All I know is this. If you love this country, it's time for us to fight for it. And it's time for us to start actively participating in our citizenship. Citizenship is not passive. At times, it's heavy lifting. At times, it's hard work. And I think we've forgotten that. We are now living the trappings and the decadence of many that have made great sacrifices so we can be here. When I say great sacrifice, I'm talking about our indigenous brothers and sisters, but I'm talking about also the original explorers and everyone. Everyone who came before us that have died, not just the ones that we were a poppy for, that gave their life. Because we'll glorify those heroes and we won't glorify the children that were found in graves. Because to me it's the same thing. All that made that sacrifice for us to be here today. And if we keep taking this country for granted, we will lose her. And the only time we'll really value her is when we've lost her. It's not a perfect place. Democracy is not perfect. But from my understanding of socialism and communism, I'd rather live this way. And I'm grateful, beyond grateful, that my three children were born in this country. If you're going to vote, trust your conscience, but also do some due diligence. Vote your conscience based on information that you've vetted and that the person that you're giving your vote to really deserves it because they want to serve and not want to be a politician. We need serious leadership. We have serious issues to deal with and it requires serious leadership. And leadership is not just in Ottawa or in Victoria. It starts in your home and it starts in our streets. We, that's one of the beautiful thing about the American Constitution, the first three letters. We, the people. It's time for us to remember that and take back our power. Then again, what the hell do I know? I love you all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We <clears throat> and our brother at home, who hopefully is feeling better, Steve, we are Black Phone. And we love you. And we love this country. <laughs>